So I'm here with uh, some friends of mine that I want to introduce you to uh, that they are doing some amazing things. Uh, and as I told them that I was going to tell you, these are some friends and we are excited about doing some things that we're going to tell you more about later. So these are people and we're going to do some things. people and we're going to do some things. But today I want to ask them uh, a brief question. Uh, so these people, not just being people, these people are all clergy who are interested in gaming. So I'm going to take a minute to introduce you to Laura and Nathan and Nathan and talk to them a little bit about what they're doing, how gaming fits into their life. So um, I want to start off with Nathan Webb. Uh, Nathan and I have been connected a little bit here. Nathan runs a online church uh, for Nathan, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give me the the tagline here for nerds, geeks, and gamers. Nathan runs a church for nerds, geeks, and gamers called Checkpoint Church, and uh, I'm gonna let him tell you a little bit about what he's doing and answer the question: How does gaming fit in with being a pastor? Yeah, so we're we're just getting started. We're a church plant in the Western North Carolina Conference of uh, the United Methodist Church, and my dog is barking. The second we're recording, of course. Um, but we are we're just getting started and figuring things out and learning what it means to be a nerd church but i'll kind of answer your question in the in the way of telling you about the church so i'm a pk and i grew up in the church my dad was a pastor and uh i'd always been involved with the church i had a good relationship with the youth group uh but while i was wanting to play smash bros they were normally wanting to play horse or you know shoot hoops or something like that and i was like well that's fine but i really like to do video games I really have to talk about comics or talk about superheroes and they were not quite as involved. Um, and then I went to college and I was like, okay, now here I'll find my people. And I did find my people. I found my nerds. I found my geeks. I found my gamers and the people that like to do the things. But there was this other thing that most of them did not go to church or didn't have a relationship with the church or even worse, had a bad relationship with the church. And so I then realized that there was this weird divide happening in my life with, I, I loved Christians, I loved nerds, geeks, and gamers, uh, but for some reason they weren't one and the same. Uh, and so I asked myself the question of, of what can I do to bridge that divide? What can I do to make that connection happen? Uh, and so starting at the middle of last year, um, I set out to plant this church and to figure out what that could look like to bridge these two communities together and to learn from one another. Cause I really do think uh, that both of them have a lot to learn from from each other. Uh, the church can learn a whole lot from nerd communities. And so that's why I think it's so vital uh, that we do take that, that closer look and see what we can learn from the communities that they form. Uh, there is no doubt that if anybody's ever been to or even seen footage of a Comic-Con, which granted they're not happening a lot right now, but if you've ever seen one or been to one, uh, you know that uh, nerds of a feather flock together and they really, really know how to get together. And so the church doesn't have anything even close to that. I mean, we would just be so, we could learn so much from how these nerds know community and want to get to know one another and just love these things that bring them together. Even though we're all so different and we have different interests, um, what really unites us is our passion. And so I thought, well, what if, what if I taught them some about some of my passion and some about the passion uh, of Christ and about the church and this wonderful thing that we have? So uh, we've been doing that and doing things very similar. If you're on Crossfire, if you're already uh, well acquainted, you've, you've maybe seen me here and there on the Facebook group or in the Discord uh, lurking or in those 
those places on, on, on the Twitch chat, wherever it may be. I'm sometimes on Crossfire hanging out and uh, doing some similar stuff, streaming, uh, working on Discord and working in all these areas. So uh, we, we overlap in a lot of wonderful ways. And I've been excited to see what David and Russ are doing uh, and excited to work with them in a lot of ways. So that's that's kind of the gist. I know that it's it's confusing for all of us what this actually looks like, but uh, our worship is 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 still getting started. But our community is what's really growing uh, over at Checkpoint. We're just trying to be nerds, geeks, and gamers together uh, to 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 just have a little bit of a loving community start forming and uh, around these ideas. You know, we don't ask anybody whenever they start coming to you know immediately say that I love God and Jesus and I believe in God and Jesus. That's not an expectation from day one. Uh, our rules in our in our Twitch chat are the same rules we have for daily life, and that's just uh, based off of Wesley's general rules uh, to do good and to do no harm and to strive to grow. Those are our goals for everybody that joins us. And so that's all we ask if you come and join us just to be a good person and try to do as little harm as possible and hopefully learn a little something along the way. Awesome. Very cool. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for, for giving us the little background there on Checkpoint and, uh, and answering that question. Um, so now I'm going to interview uh, Laura and Nathan, who are in the screen below me. Uh, and they are, I know they look like they're in separate places, but through the magic of technology, we've actually put them in the same house because Laura and Nathan are actually married. Um, so I want you guys to tell me a little bit about uh, how you interact with gaming, uh, kind of what your background is. And yeah, as, as clergy and, and as a clergy couple, how does gaming fit into your life and, and all that? Yeah, so Nate and I, and I'll let Nathan talk too and introduce himself, but uh, we're both preacher's kids also, uh, and then we married each other, so now we're preacher's spouses and preachers, and it's very confusing. And now we have um, preacher's kids too, so. Yeah. And I, I don't think I realized that all four of us were preacher's kids. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty <laughs> crazy. Okay, nice. Sorry, that's go crazy. on. It explains how we have found ourselves on the fringes of things, uh, because yeah. preacher, preacher's kids just live in a certain space, I think. Um, but yeah, we're both preacher's kids, and um, I mean, gaming for me was always the thing growing up. There was never a time when I didn't have friends at my house, and we weren't playing Nintendo or uh, playing Mario Kart. And of course, I was always winning, um, because that was my life. So I just, you know. she stayed. met me stayed on that trajectory um no i didn't always win just most of the time um but gaming's always been a big part of my life that was that was what we did that was you know when my cousins would come over for the summer it was video games and um that was how we spent time together and how we had conversations because gaming um a lot like how we gather at the table together is a space of mutuality um and finding our common interest and uh so for me I'm planting a church in the North Carolina conference in Rocky Mount called the Mills Church. And where we find ourselves is situated where all the breweries and the shops and new things are coming up in Rocky Mount. So it's a different place to plant um, because we're finding different sorts of common tables. So um, whereas the model has always been to try to get people into church, we're trying to get church out into the community um, and meet people where they are. Um, so gaming is a part of that. It's not the whole of it in our ministry, but it's definitely a part of it for the Mills Church. And just um, one of the things we always talk about is the foundation of church planting here is the common table. You know, how do we gather around food? Um, how do we gather around communion? And 
for me, gaming is just another common table. Um, after Nathan and I got married, we quickly discovered that if I didn't game, we were not going to have conversations with each other. So uh, gaming was a place where we could talk to each other. Some of our better theological conversations have come out of gaming um, with our kids, too. So, Nate, I'll let you uh, talk a little bit, too. Hi, I'm Nate. And... I'm a little more vanilla in that I am kind of your traditional pastor at a traditional downtown Methodist church, um, primarily an older congregation. So there's a sense in which I, I some, in some ways speak a different language than they do, especially if I ever try to insert any reference to comic books, Star Wars, or video games into sermons. Um, uh, but one thing I noticed, uh, I did... <laughs> Uh, talking about gaming, I did do a, a, a sermon talking about Breath of the Wild and kind of like how it teaches Sabbath. I don't If you've played the game, it's one of those games that doesn't just say, go here, do this, get this. It's more of a very open-ended kind of get lost. There are some objectives, but it doesn't beat you over the head about them. It's just about kind of getting lost and exploring it. I don't know. I talked about that in one of my sermons and there happened to be a young person there, which I later found out was a, another preacher's kid, which is kind of cool. Um, we just kind of attract each other, I guess. And I mean, I guess. he just came, yeah, he just came by and uh, talked my ear off about like, oh my gosh, I came to church and you're talking about Zelda and this is amazing. And uh, I realized that like, even though it kind of might frustrate some of the older members that are still stuck on old westerns and 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 may not get some of the remarks uh that it was a cool way of connecting to some 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 new faces for me gaming is like sabbath um you know there's two types of gaming in that there's there's the single player and then there's the multiplayer i tend to gravitate more to single player games i like story i like the immersion i like I like the distraction. That's why I say it's kind of like a way to disconnect from all of the things that are going on so that I can just kind of enjoy something new and different. Um, but I've also found, especially in this pandemic time, that um, having gaming has been a good way to connect to people too. Um, I I think, you know, Laura and I both have been fortunate because, you know, we've already had some kind of basic knowledge of technology and um in gaming life too that even though we haven't been able to get together in person as much as we would like or or used to um like my whole family games so like you have my dad my sister my brother-in-law laura and myself like my dad's associate pastors over the years all joining us to play video games and it's still been a wonderful sense of community um, but i play a little bit of everything um mainstream um indie titles uh, thanks to the inspiration of, of Nathan Webb trying to play more JRPGs and explore that wing. Um, but I, f I find it for me, it's been very much like a place to kind of unwind and 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 find some rest. So, oh, And I would also add to that, echoing what Nathan Webb said, you know, not just gaming, but one of our biggest connections has come in our comic conventions and things that yeah. we mm -hmm. to. Um, I think the first time Nathan Whitman and I went to Supercon together a couple years ago in Raleigh, um, that was the first con I had ever been to. And we went with our kids and like, we made it a big deal. We've always been people who did like cosplay and dressed up and that kind of stuff, but this was different. And we went and I said, Nathan, we have found 
our people. Um, <laughs> but what was cool about it is that the people that go to these things, they go to all of these things. So you'll meet somebody at a con and then you'll see those same people at a con down the road and you're building fellowship. That's not just this one-time event, but it, it becomes a family of people. Um, but what those conventions do so well and what I love and what I think it can teach the church is about inclusivity. And I mean, like, radical inclusivity. There's a place for everyone. And if it feels like there's not a place for you, somebody will make a place for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also love that one of the first things I noticed when we went to a con is that there's almost always nerd church at the conventions. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's always almost always someone who has a worship service planned. And the best part of it is people are in costume and they're (laughs) fully themselves when they are at those services. So um, yeah, it's, it's such a broad area and such a broad way of, of giving the church space to learn and find community in new ways. And it's exciting. You haven't worshiped until you've worshiped with Batman. Um, Who is Presbyterian? It's it's fascinating. Uh, Just to dive into something you just said there. um, You know, we don't have a ton of time to, to, gosh, we could spend hours on this, Um, which stay tuned. Uh, There's more coming. But um, I feel like there's some there's so much there in the idea that, like, in some way, worshiping with people in costumes is more authentic than some of our worship experiences where we are not in costume, but we are wearing emotional costumes. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I I just want to, like, I'm going to pin that on the wall. Maybe we'll come back to it (laughs) later. Um, But thank you so much, guys, for just taking the time um, to to chat and to tell us about your ministries and to tell us how your, your ministries and your gaming life interact. Uh, so one last question I've got, um, for Nathan Whitman and Laura Whitman. Uh, and then I've got a separate question for Nathan Webb, uh, and then we'll be done with today's podcast. So, uh, for the Whitmans, who wins at Mario Kart now? I'm not going to even say anything cause I know it well. is. <laughs> It's it's me, Nathan. Uh, Nathan, you got to work on your drift. Get your drift game going. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. If we're being honest, the answer is our nine-year-old son because uh, he's <laughs> it's getting to be. He's getting Super really Smash good. Brothers. Oh my goodness. He he beats all of us in Smash Brothers for sure. Nice. <laughs> and, and Nathan Webb, for you, are you any good at Mario Kart? Is, is Mario Kart? I, I know Mario you're Kart. a Nintendo fan, right? I am diehard. I mentioned earlier that uh, I've got right here conveniently a prop, Cat Beach. If I can get the light right, Cat Beach yeah, is always, always my main in Mario Kart, and uh, I'm very good at the drift. I got nice. it. Well, maybe we'll have to follow this up sometime with like, uh, um, can we like live stream uh, the four of us Mario karting? Is that is that a thing we could like? I'm I don't sure know. We could maybe we'll do it sometime. Out. That would be great. All that right. Would be great. Awesome. Well, uh, that's all we've got time for today, but thank you so much for joining us for Crossfire Faith and Gaming.